0: This is the part where we uh, we sing and hum, yes, and do a little dance.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, it's Social Distance Warriors, a podcast about a pandemic and the people who are living through it. <laughs> My name is Tom, and the date that it is today is the thirty-first day of May in the year twenty twenty-three, and I'm not an expert on any topic.
0: That's true, and that's real. Uh, I'm rat, and I'm just living. Still just living.
1: Uh, How are things? How are things all right?
0: Things are all right. I don't know if I say this on the podcast, but I do say it to myself many times a day as I am making it through the last last week at my school job, but we stay silly. (laughs) We stay silly.
1: Do we? Yeah. Who's the we in that situation?
0: The we is me, Hmm. (laughs) but it is something I have to tell myself at times in my work day. Mm. And so sometimes, actually, sometimes the we is um, my coworkers and myself. Sometimes the we is a student who's not listening and myself. It can be anyone, really, but it is for me.
1: What have you done to stay silly?
0: What have I done to stay silly lately? This is an excellent question, and I'm so glad you asked. Let me think about today. Well, yeah, it wasn't today, but, like, one thing I'm fond of to stay silly is I help calm a kid down because, um... He was upset. He was trying to leave the classroom and go fight another kid. You, you hate to see it. Oh. And so he's trying to leave the classroom. But here's the other thing I know about this kid. More than he wants to run out of the room and fight, he also loves to beatbox. <laughs> so I made, him, I made him start beatboxing. I forced him. I cruelly forced him to start beatboxing. Um, and then I started singing a camp song about a skunk i will not sing that song but it is a silly little song about a a skunk and what happens if you um are sticking your head in a skunk's hole Mm. anyway this did not prevent a fight from happening that day but it did delay the fight from happening in that moment um and for you know like bought us a good (laughs) 10-15 minutes and that was how i stayed silly that's good yeah
1: it seems like a deployment of silly that um that you can be proud of
0: yeah, a lot of my job at this point is kind of like, where can I de-escalate? And sometimes you can't, but sometimes you can be silly.
1: Sometimes you can be silly.
0: Um, how have you, <laughs> turn, turn the question back, how have you um, been staying silly uh, since we last spoke? And it's been some time since we last spoke. My notes are telling me, oh, my my computer will not let me access my notes, but my notes are telling me it's been some time since we last recorded. It was? May 3rd. May 3rd, yes.
1: Um, how have I been staying silly? Well, this is not a mantra that you shared with me previously. (laughs) So it's not something I knew I was supposed to be doing.
0: This is on the spot. I'm just asking you to sort of, like, yes and (laughs) Mm. how you were silly. You didn't even know it was uh, a project, a task.
1: Yeah, I think one thing that I've done that you could consider to be staying silly is I have been devoting a certain amount of time, more time than I probably should be, to a fan video project that is not truly a priority, but has become a thing to tinker with. That started from a silly idea to make a fan vid of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 set to the love theme from the movie Titanic, the Celine Dion song, My Heart Will Go On. And the reason that I chose to do this was because... I thought it was funny (laughs) to pair the opening iconic flute solo from My Heart Will Go On with the many great visuals in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 of characters playing their flutes.
0: Oh, I think that's very good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But as I have continued to work on it, it has become less silly as it's gone on and become more serious and deeply emotional. And I've I've begun to more realize how much the lyrics of the song resonate with the story of xenoblade chronicles 3 and the situation of the two primary romantic leads of that game and so so i have been drawn into this world of silliness which i think the best silliness is also deeply serious
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: such as silliness um in aid of preventing violence that's that's a very serious kind of silliness but yeah, so I, I think I think that is a thing that I have been I don't know misspending my time on in a way that seems kind of silly to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I I I think you are correct in that. Um, I, comedy and tragedy, silliness and the sentimental, um, and I think that is a um, even more. I'm even more excited that you have sort of found yourself caring about this. Well, I mean, you probably already cared about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. This was not new. But yes. caring about this specific project in a, in a way that is more than just a bit.
1: Yeah. It's mostly done now. <laughs> I need to, uh, yeah, I just need to make a, f- a few tweaks to it. And then I can unleash it on the world.
0: That's something I hope also um, that once my, my work school year is done. I, way back in December, was doing a secret Santa gift exchange for the Revolutionary Girl Utena fan community mm. I am a part of. Um, and I made like 45 seconds of a AMV that was set to the meme song set to Never Gonna Give You Up. Mm. and And that too was a like... <laughs> I wanted it to be like a silly little gift, but then I was, you know, you you spend time compiling footage and then you spend time listening to the meme song and then you go, oh no, (laughs) oh no, maybe there is something here. Um,
1: maybe they are no strangers to love
0: Maybe they are no strangers maybe to love Maybe they
1: do know the rules, <laughs> and so do I And
0: also maybe, maybe what is the name of the video editor I use? Maybe maybe it was a mistake to learn how to use like um, all the fun effects um, uh, that are on offer to me in uh, my video editor of choice but yeah. Fun effects. I haven't <laughs>
1: been using any fun effects. Maybe I should be doing that.
0: Maybe you should.
1: How uh how are how are things going pandemic-wise with your school?
0: They're going. They're going. Um it, it seems to be everyone is sneezing. I continue to be um a person who wears a mask uh when I'm like sort of out and about and at my workplace. And this is good for a number of reasons not just pandemic like <laughs> So, there was a horrible smell in our room for the past week. And, like, people would tell me about it. And I'd be like, yeah, it's not a great smell. But also, I'm wearing like my N95 mask. And so mm. I, I can't be harmed. But it was not a great smell. Um, and t- today, a child was um, throwing stuff around the classroom. And all of a sudden, there was a moldy orange that was on the floor from one of one of the baskets he was throwing. And it was like, well, so it's not great that you were throwing stuff around the room, but we have identified the source of the horrible smell. So thanks for that one. But yeah, I think, I don't know when, Um, though it is possible probably to find out when, but I believe it was in the past month that the US government and also Joe Biden ended the like federal emergency for COVID pandemic. And yeah, also a lot of the like, funding things that sort of were attached to when you declare a federal emergency, also like, okay, we're done, it's over.
1: Yeah, that was certainly within the past two months, if not the past month. I don't know exactly when, though.
0: Unless of a really, like, I understand that, or I interpret that less of a really like, okay, COVID is done, it's over, and more of a like, we as the federal government are sort of saying like hey it's not on us it's <laughs> you y'all y'all deal with it yourselves individually have fun
1: yeah it's less of less of a statement of what is the case in the world and more of a statement of operational intent like we're this we're going to act in a different way now
0: yeah and so like i guess like i don't know there are ways where like it's hard to say like does the the vibe does the way people talk about things change the policy does the policy change the way people talk about things but the the way like i find people talking about pandemic not just because of that being declared an end maybe like kind of as part of that as is like talking about covid in past tense or like when it was the pandemic Mm. or back when it was this you know very past tense of like um Talking about the thing that is still happening, but that there is less resources for like testing and declaratively like knowing and, and putting a pause on things or getting support for as it keeps happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. I had I had some COVID cases in my family quite recently. Mm. Right at the day after Mother's Day, I found out that my actually it was on Mother's Day I think, but we found out that my mother that evening after we after my sister and I had spent time with her, my mother got a positive test. Mm. Luckily, she was not in a jeopardized state. She was kind of miserable for a few days. but And she didn't give it to me or my sister or um, my father. But her father, who is in his 90s, just got it right after her and possibly Mm -hmm. from her. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. And then he was pretty rough for a few days. He seems to be better now, though. So
0: yeah,
1: lots of it going around. It, It feels interesting because it feels to me like... The, the way people have been acting has not been, it's well, it certainly hasn't been in emergency mode anymore and has been for quite some time, but I do feel like pe- people have, have now ingrained in them, and I'm hoping this is a permanent thing, the notion that if you're sick and you're contagious, then you need to not do the stuff that you were do, planning on doing. Like, for instance, my mother... We had a wedding not long after uh, that my mother had to wear a mask to and my grandfather had been planning to go to but then didn't go to because of this. And so uh, it, it feels like... um Prior to the pandemic, that probably would not have been as clear to everyone that that was what needed to happen. Like if someone had gotten, say, the flu or some other infectious disease, they would have said, "Hey, you'll go, you'll be fine. Just stand in a corner and don't talk to anyone." But you have a family <laughs> obligation to be there. So, but but I, I think people in my circles, anyway, seem to retain a general sense that when someone is infected with the, the virus, that Measures are to be taken.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Instead of like the whole like, oh, I'm sick, but I can go to work anyway kind of thing. Which that's how I used to feel a lot of the time. When I was sick, I would just think that I had to go to work anyway, and I kind of prided myself on never being sick and not missing uh, not missing days and things like that. Which is not how I how I think now, but it's how I thought early in my professional career. Yeah,
0: I think that, I mean, for for what it is worth, I, I think, yeah, that is definitely a, a widespread... Uh, I don't know, we're two people. I, <laughs> I see it also in my um, social sphere um, and, and co-workers of like people being out sick when maybe they wouldn't have otherwise and returning wearing a mask when yeah that that is something they would not be doing otherwise uh, before pandemic stuff
1: so something seems to have changed (laughs) there are effects
0: (laughs) crying yes (laughs) I, I am battling one being very tired, and I hope also like I I don't come across as grumpy during mm. this recording. Um, I took I took a nap. I came home. I took a nap. I had a snack, but I'm battling just a sense, just like coming down with a sense of grumpiness that I <laughs> I hope I hope does not like come across because that is not the way I mean <laughs> to feel. That is just <laughs> that is just something that has happened.
1: I I haven't I haven't noticed it. Yeah, I haven't noticed you being. Grum, grumpiness. Grumpy. When I was a child, my father used to do sock puppets, and their names were Millicent and Grumpius. He said Grumpiness, and that reminded me of Grumpius. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, I, I too took a nap this afternoon just because I had a long day at work. And it wasn't even a day I went in the office. It was a day of working from home, but it was a particularly long and stressful one just because... I kept having to redo a thing I thought was done, and then it wasn't done, so I had to redo it. So I was working late, and then I was like, uh, I need a short nap, and I took a short nap. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'm grumpy, though.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm being pulled in so many different mental directions. I guess one thing, like, w- one one reason for that is, like, uh, at, at my job, I kind of, like, am being my most calm, my most, like, unflappable self to a lot of kids who are in distress which is fine and I can handle to a certain amount, but also to a lot of coworkers who are in distress. And that's like mm. more of a skill where it's like, oh, this is exhausting to do. I can, I can manage like helping a kid through a stressful situation. And I guess I can manage like, you know teachers who are like uh, being quite unprofessional the way they talk about kids in front of other kids I-, I guess i can manage that too but i wish i wasn't having to
1: yeah that's that is rough
0: yeah yeah but again we stay silly we stay silly <laughs> yeah um also on puppets um i have been <laughs> I have been reading um, a very fun, for me, surprisingly, uh, fun for me, um, novel that is a a horror story called um, How to Sell a Haunted House by Grady Hendrix. And it is, I mean, I won't say a whole lot, but inside the haunted house, there are puppets. (laughs) Haunted puppets? And I'll say, I'll (laughs) say nothing else. Okay. Oh. Um, I'll say nothing else, but um, it, it is it is a book. The only other Grady Hendrix book um, I, I had read before was um, called We Sold Our Souls. And it was well written and I enjoyed a lot of the characters, but it was sort of like very steeped in music that I don't listen to. Oh. Um, so it was steeped in like metal music. Like that's the kind of music the main character played and like the, the band and the references throughout the book were there and I could be like oh I'm sure that's a reference to something and it's not that like puppets are more my like <laughs> wheelhouse here it's just like I, I don't know I, I'm able to have a lot more fun with the setting and kinds of of way this story is being told um the, the humor hits a lot more for me and I'm just uh having a lot of fun reading it. It is also, again, I, I, I can't emphasize enough. As I am reading this book, I am audibly like either wincing or laughing or speaking out loud because th- there's just a lot happening. Mm. But yeah, puppets, watch out.
1: Watch out for puppets. They'll get you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that puppets and also... Here, here. This is a little bit pandemic. They they do get a little bit deep into like what is puppetry, and with that, like um, they talk a little bit about like masks, not as a the way we often are talking about them um, as a like thing you are wearing to medically protect your face, but mask work as a like theater drama, like you know the the like comedy and tragedy sort of happy face and frowny face you know like ways of doing mask work um as a performance and talking about kind of like the way that sometimes it feels like the mask is wearing you you know like you as a actor kind of shaping yourself to fit the the mask you're wearing or the puppet you are holding and that's something interesting to think about as well (laughs) wow yeah
1: we all we all wear masks, and sometimes we all wear, our masks we all wear, wear us. We all wear
0: masks, and sometimes our masks wear us. Hmm,
1: yeah, I uh, I have not heard of that author or of their books, but that does sound interesting.
0: He's a writer, and this is like fresh. This is like uh, <laughs> <laughs> fresh out the kitchen, hot, hot, hot off the press. Yeah, fresh out of the kitchen, newly sprouted <laughs> book.
1: So I have recently been working on a different podcast. I have begun in earnest to work on Doctor Who The Moment, my podcast that is not this podcast, which has been on hiatus for over two years now. I have had sort of a mental block that was preventing me from getting any serious work done on it, but uh, I don't know what it is. I think part of it is because when the weather gets warmer, my seasonal affective disorder seems to fade, and i become a more powerful individual who is capable of accomplishing tasks and doing things. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I am, you know, I'm doing a lot more work on that to the point where I have already set a date tentatively for when the new season is going to premiere. And I've started kind of reactivating the social channels around the podcast to promote like rebroadcasts of some older episodes, which has has been fun. It's been something that I hadn't uh, I had kind of missed doing. I hadn't really realized how much I missed doing it until I started doing it again.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to like translate this in a like this is probably good for like growing your audience <laughs> sure but I I like that you are you know like going back and kind of like reposting um past episodes or like things that have been recorded a while ago and kind of like putting them back out there also as like as a as a social <laughs> way to like I I have not re-listened to my own episode of the moment that I was on but I have seen and and thought about, like, oh, I remember listening to this episode and, you know, what was going on in my life and being really interested in how this person spoke about Doctor Who. Like, also growing your audience, but also, like, you know, reminding people probably one of the reasons that it is fun to continue that. Like, oh, yeah, this is a show that, like, has a social community as part of its fan network. And that is also kind of, like... Part part of what's fun about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely true. I um, there are some other shows that I like to listen to that are um, that will also sometimes you know hey we're rebroadcasting an old episode this week, which in some sense there's like. No truly practical archival reason for doing that because the old episodes are still there. Like you could scroll back in your podcast feed and listen to them. But I do think it's kind of a fun way to like bring attention to something and like maybe hey, we think this is just worth re-listening to. And sometimes I will if I see a rebroadcast of a favorite show on my feed, I'll skip it and say like, all right, I don't I don't need to listen to this again. But sometimes I will appreciate the prompting to like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I will listen to this one from 2016 once again.
0: Yeah, I also I I don't know like probably for I don't know your podcasts I think I trust you I guess more than like I'm trusting like I don't know Netflix or someone like archival that your podcast will not become lost media I guess but I don't know, there is something, like, you're making extra copies of those episodes. Yeah. Probably in the long span of things, like, most things will fade away to time and be lost. But, I don't know, like, you're re-upping and and sort of like, I don't know, it's like the way a, a monk or scribe would rewrite manuscripts that are important, and now you have another copy, and so even if one of them gets, like, burned in a fire or deleted off a hard drive, you know, as things happen to Monk's uh, uh, manuscripts, um, there'll be an extra one.
1: Mm, Yeah. One thing I I kind of had to take into consideration once I decided to do this as well is that a lot has changed in the time since the first season of the show ran, which was 2018. And, you know, like a lot of people's lives are different. And I, I, I didn't want to presume and maybe I had the right to presume this, but I didn't want to presume it anyway, that the people who were guests on the show would still be okay with me re-promoting an old episode. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that we end up talking about with people on that show tend to, not always, but sometimes get into personal stuff about people's lives, and there's a certain aspect of personal sharing there. And I don't want to necessarily presume that just because someone was willing to share personally about something that they said on on, on the show in, in twenty eighteen that they necessarily feel the same way in twenty twenty three. So I did have to like I didn't have to, but I felt I told myself that I had to like reach out and like kind of get repermission to air the show from everyone, which was I don't know, it was a kind of a nice uh opportunity to to check in with some people that I haven't talked to in a while. But yeah, so I thought that was um That's kind of a a fun aspect for me as well. And also there are some people that I'm just not regularly in contact anymore, especially people who primarily use Twitter. So I don't know, like I I was asking them things like, oh, well, what do you want me to promote of yours? Or like, let me know if you have a different name or pronouns that you're known by, because I know some some of my uh, past guests do. Like I know you had different (laughs) name and pronouns that you were using at the time. Uh, Today, I released an episode that my friend Talcott, they were using different pronouns at the time and Mm -hmm. same name, but different. Like, so it was um, I want to make sure I'm like keeping things up to date and saying the most recent things about people.
0: Yeah, I think that is um, a s- sort of intentional and thoughtful way to yeah to, to go about to go about it. I, I am also thinking um, in my personal life um, about like social agreements and obligations to strangers because my partner and I are trying to look for a, a third roommate for the new apartment that we are going to be moving into. Hmm. And so it's like um, this is something we have kind of done before, but it is again like I'm in a time of like well. We're not a rental company. We're not, like, making a lease. But we are, like, trying to find information that, like, tells everyone, like, hey, could we live in a space together? Mm. And what would we need to know about each other to have trust and, like, feel that that's a, a good idea? You know, like, socially, verbally, you know, like, no one said you had to do it this way, but what what do i need to feel comfortable um in order to like move forward with with that mm. so yeah let's like yeah no one no one told you also that like you have this kind of obligation to people's like stories and getting their continued like permission for things but again i think that is like thoughtful of you to keep you know checking in
1: well, thank you. It's it's kind of similar to how I feel about the way I run Labyrinth Thought Social, the Macedon server. Kind of like how you said that like you're not a landlord or a property company, but that's not a reason for you to not like take seriously the responsibilities you might have in terms of like doing this right, getting making sure you're. Attentive to the things you need to be attentive to, etc. Yeah, um, in some in some ways, in my opinion, all the more reason for you to like m- make sure make sure you're doing it right that you're not exposing yourself to possible problems or creating possible problems for other people. So
0: yeah, and I definitely like say this with more of a and and the 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 landlords and property managers I've uh, run into are often doing a shit job of it. Like I say mm. that not like oh I want to be more like them. I say that like. Yes, it is It is difficult to, um, like, share space with people and, like, deal with finances and, like, roommate agreements and those kinds of things. And the, the way we are currently doing it is, like, often, like, one of the fun logistical quirks of, like, this um, new apartment that we are moving into is our current property manager was like, oh, yeah, we'll extend your lease. Great. And that can go until July Thirty first, and then August first, you can move into new place. But there is like, I don't know math, but there is like, let's let's call it like twelve hours where we are technically homeless because one lease has ended and one lease has not started, Mm. and it's like, oh, so y'all are not gonna do anything about that, even though we talked about it. Okay, thanks. I guess we'll make it work. Mm. (laughs) But anyway there's no way to like prevent weird situations or like the potential to like do harm or hurt another person like there's just like I don't know trying to be as clear and open and like direct as I know how to be for people and just kind of like going from there and it sort of feels like the the, the general mindset for like landlords employers property managers are kind of like well what makes money or what makes us look good more than like the first thing of like oh how can we work together and try and do our best and (laughs) be people together anyway i've Mm. i've i've got on a tangent but um, (laughs) yeah that that is something i think about um and i I
1: think it's often a motivating factor for me as well when you, you know you mentioned that you've had shitty experiences with landlords and property managers in the past and one response you could have to that is say well since I've had shitty experiences in the past, like, who gives a care? I can, I can do this as shitty. Or the, you could have the opposite direction that you go, where it's like, well, because this has been done poorly when interacting with me in the past, I'm going to make sure that I don't make those mistakes, that I do better than, than they did, that no one has those complaints about me. Um, and I think the latter is probably a better impulse. I don't know. Maybe Maybe they can both be good at, at times. But the latter is one that more aligns with the way I tend to view things.
0: Yeah, and for me, like, I don't want to, like, only ascribe this to, like, I think part of it is, like, being doubly cursed of, like, being autistic and caring about fairness. But, like, I, I think that may have an element to it of, like, wanting to act in a fair way and having a weird enough brain to, like, hold myself to it. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, that that is... I think also an element.
1: Do you want to speak about action items?
0: We can speak about action items. I will pull them up from my notes because we had two of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I did both of them. Okay, spoiler, I did both of them. So action items from last time were to do one good skincare thing and to also clean your kitchen. It's filthy.
1: And you did both of these?
0: I did both of those things. Oh. I was so proud of myself the other day because I had these like sweet potatoes that I had gotten from the grocery store because they were on sale and if I see a sale it's like it's not that I go to the store like oh I'm buying sweet potatoes it's like I go to the grocery store and they're on sale and the store tells me you're buying sweet potatoes <laughs> but I was so proud of myself for using them I made sweet potato fries before they had gone bad but I neglected to realize that there were additional onions and potatoes that were kind of like secreted away. This happens so often that were kind of like hidden away from my perception of the kitchen and and that they were there. So I did come home this afternoon like, "Hey, there's a lot of fruit flies. Mm. Why? Why are there a lot of fruit flies all of a sudden?" And lo and behold, the little container where we keep the onions and potatoes It was filthy because (laughs) they'd gone bad. Um, And the fruit flies were like, yes, we love this. Um, So I did clean out that container just this afternoon. That was my kitchen.
1: So uh, is my kitchen currently clean? No. Did I clean my kitchen between the last time we recorded and now? Yeah, I did. I, I sure did. But is it clean right now? No, it's not.
0: Yes. And, and no one should or, or, or would um, make you answer to the current state of your kitchen. The, the task was clear. It was to clean your kitchen. It's filthy. It didn't say when. It didn't say how often.
1: Yeah, right, right. There's no, nothing about maintenance, just like a one-time cleaning. Um, and the other action item was do something for your skin.
0: Yes, for me this was a this was a yes as well. I I treated myself to day off from my job. Um I took one one whole day off after being a coward and uh saying that I was going to take half days off um the previous week and then I didn't do it. Mm. I made myself a massage appointment and paid money and then I was like, "Yes, I am actually taking this day off and one of the things with this massage is like they also like put lotion on you so (laughs) so so i was lotioned um and one of the things i'm still thinking about and still haunted by by this massage it was a good massage experience they were as they often are they were like okay undress to your level of comfort and i did for me that means i keep my socks on uh Hmm. that's just me (laughs) And so it was a full-body massage, and at one point, the massage therapist was, was like, oh, okay, like, I'm at the feet, can I take off your socks? And being so brave, um, I was like, yes. Um, and we continued with the massage, and then they put one sock back on and continued the massage, and then the massage was over. <laughs> and then the massage was over, and I still had one sock off. And I still am, I'm still thinking about that.
1: Was the sock misplaced or? or No,
0: it was very tenderly placed back with my uh, other uh, pile of clothes, but one of the socks was put back on my feet.
1: Well, that's interesting. Maybe they weren't sure whether you would want them to put them back on or whether you would want to put them back on yourself. So they split the difference (laughs) and one for them, one for
0: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it was a fine massage, and I, <laughs> I, 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 think it is more fun to tell the story than I am like really um, sort of concerned, <laughs> but but I am haunted by it.
1: Mm, haunting, yes. I um I did nothing. I don't think I did anything as major as that for my skin. However, I have resumed uh, a skincare regimen that I had previously done and had been not doing for a while, which is related to my eczema. Um, I have fairly bad eczema on many parts of my body and for whatever reason and I don't really know why this is but in the past 6 months or so I've started to get really bad eczema on the back of my right hand which is not I mean it has I have had eczema there before but it's 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 odd to me that it's that pronounced there and not really that pronounced anywhere else but when I was young I used to have some like a prescription Thing that I would would put on it, but I haven't seen a dermatologist in I don't know fifteen years. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I have primarily just used moisturizer, which has helped somewhat. But um, I came to the realization that you know this just this regular uh, Cetaphil moisturizer just isn't isn't cutting it for me right now. I need to get a specific eczema relief body cream moisturizer, and so I went to the store and purchased Eucerin brand eczema-prone skin, eczema-relief body cream.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah.
1: (laughs) Clinically proven to reduce incidence of eczema flare-ups, which is a a product I have used many times before and have found is somewhere between a regular moisturizer and the prescription stuff I had as a kid in terms of effectiveness, but is generally um, effective enough for me. And I still, it hasn't completely dealt with the problem, but it is less significant now than it was uh, a couple weeks ago. So that is my skin story.
0: <laughs> skin story. Yeah. And you're telling it. <laughs> Yeah, that reminds me. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, with taking testosterone, um, it is not great for my skin. And I am I am um, having to revamp a lot of my skincare routines because um, I need to like do more stuff with like cleaning my face um, mm. or else I will get acne. And that is a good reminder to me when I was pet sitting, I didn't, it's not stealing to use guest bathroom provided skincare products, but it I say it like it's stealing. I, it is a reminder to me to actually buy some of the um, like face cleanser stuff that I stole when I was pet sitting. <laughs> um, that is good. That is good for my face. I think mm. it is also that brand that you mentioned, Cetaphil. Cetaphil, yes. Um, and now hearing it twice makes me go like, oh, okay. I used it. I used it. I thought it was a good product. And now also you you have like name dropped the brand. So this is this is really like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, C- Cetaphil is a good brand. I like it. Yeah. It's not. It's not the one I. Ended up, it's the one I ended up switching from. Yeah. So it was my standard go-to, and I, I've now switched to the Eucerin eczema-specific product. See, but I'm the, going.
0: I'm going from nothing. I'm okay. going from nothing to now Cetaphil.
1: I think they are both good brands. It's just that Eucerin has an eczema-specific one. Cetaphil mm-hmm. may as well,
0: but my store doesn't carry it. So yeah, the the listener with skin can <laughs> decide uh, where where they fall if they want to. <laughs> yes. Uh, get a get a skincare product. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a claim here, and okay. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Okay, I can't prove that this is true. Okay, but someone has to prove me wrong. I think this may be the first time ever in the history of the show that we have had more than one action item, and we both completed both action <laughs> items.
0: Um, I think I I. Th- you can't <laughs>
1: prove I'm wrong, can you?
0: I I think I'm I'm gonna live in the universe where that's true because. Uh, there, there, I can I can remember countless episodes where um, we 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 have fallen, we have missed the mark, we have not completed one or both action items. So I'm I'm happy to live in the universe where this is the first time. Yeah, uh, we've succeeded and celebrate that.
1: And again, prove me wrong. <laughs> I dare I dare the listener to prove me wrong if you can
0: do you go so far as to dare the listener and make that an action item to Mm, to fact check you no no
1: (laughs) no i do have an action item though
0: okay whoa okay okay you reveal your action item
1: the action item is watch a movie any movie
0: hold on hold on i'm (laughs) pulling up my i'm pulling up my word document where i take notes let me let me get this down Uh, movie
1: could be any movie
0: Okay. I have an action item, too, and it is because I have been attending and surrounded by so many graduation ceremonies. I've, mm. I've seen pre-K children graduate. I've seen fifth graders graduate. I've seen kindergartners have their faces painted and not graduate, but just be real excited about being at the end of kindergarten. Um, so my action item is to celebrate an ending.
1: Celebrate an ending.
0: An ending. Celebrate it!
1: Did you have a pre-K graduation?
0: I did not. Um,
1: I did, and I said a little poem at it.
0: You okay? So you you were sort of a like <laughs> a speaker, a speaker at a performer at your pre-K graduation, and
1: I see. Yeah, and I I still yeah, remember the poem you. by heart.
0: <laughs> I was. I was just about to ask. Um, is this a poem you want to sort of like keep? Um, no, keep?
1: I, I, can, I can recite it. I can <laughs> share oh, sure, it.
0: sure with the class. Okay. You may,
1: you may have heard it before. Okay. It's called There Was a Little Turtle. <laughs> there, there was a little turtle. He lived in a box. He swam in the puddle and he climbed on the rocks. He snapped at the mosquito. He snapped at the flea. He snapped at the minnow and he snapped at me. He caught the mosquito. He caught the flea. He caught the minnow. But he didn't catch me, and that is uh, that's the poem I recited at my pre kindergarten graduation.
0: Oh i i am I am smiling and and cheering and <laughs> and, and and just um, silently snapping my hands. I have never heard that poem before, and cannot imagine the hit that would be at a pre K uh, graduation ceremony.
1: It, yeah, it was. Um, people are still talking about it today. Specifically, <laughs> my parents.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Anyway, so yeah, we have a, we have we have two action items. I think that's that's pretty good.
0: I think can we good. keep it up? Can we maintain the streak? Um, well, and tune in tune in next time to find out.
1: All right. Well, then um, until next time, we we say our we say our Macedon, which is SDW at labyrinth.social.
0: And we end this episode the way we end every episode, which is by staying distant.
1: And by going the distance.